Hello and welcome to Spook Squad, your one-stop shop for all things paranormal and lately all things murder. I'm Colin. And I'm John. And we are back on the 21st day. I do believe I made a mistake yesterday. Yes. I believe that it was 19th day. When it was? The 20th day. So, we're back on the 21st day, 21 days of this, this wonderful podcasting. You now have four days left. Yeah. Four days before your kids go crazy. No mind them, the Jack Daniels is coming out. <laughs> well, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Both. So, yesterday's episode, we had a teacher who went a bit cuckoo. Oh, didn't half go cuckoo. And believed in devil worshipping or releasing spirits from the skin. Well, today's story is all about an exorcism. Yes, we're coming back to them in Yay. Indianapolis. Okay. By the sounds of it, I could have used this teacher. Really could have. Yeah. Last year, the Indianapolis Star published a lengthy report on a family terrorized by three children allegedly possessed by demons. The account of Latonia Amons and her family tells disturbing stories of children climbing up the walls, getting thrown across rooms, and children threatening doctors in deep, unnatural voices. It would seem like something straight out of a movie, a work of fantasy, except all of these accounts were more or less collaborated with nearly 800 pages of official records obtained by the Indianapolis Star and recounted in more than a dozen interviews with police, DCS personnel, psychologists, family members and Catholic priests. One of the more chilling sections of the report includes a segment about the possessed nine-year-old. According to Washington's original VCS report, an account collaborated by Walker, the nurse, the nine-year-old had a weird grin and walked backward up a wall to the ceiling. He then flipped over Campbell, landed on his feet, and he never let go of his grandmother's hand. Another segment on the the piece reads, the twelve-year-old would later tell mental health professionals that she sometimes felt as if she were being choked and held down so she couldn't speak or move. She said she heard a voice say she'd never see a family again and wouldn't live another 20 minutes. So that does sound like it's out of a movie, to be fair. Sounds very, very movie-focused, but apparently, as it says, nearly 800 pages of official reports stated the same thing. Now, there were either very, very good movie writers. I mean, it's 800 pages. It's yeah. not far off a movie. It's not far off a movie. So they are really good, the whole family, including this nine-year-old, uh, I mean, you creating stories. and you can't train children's voices to go a lot deeper than what they actually are. You can, but it depends. But it would depend on how much school they may have had in it. But the thing is, we can't like judge on how the, the child's voice changed um, because the video's not on. So we can't exactly look at that and, and hear what they're talking about because it's no longer on YouTube. Um, one thing I did did sit there and think was that this nine-year-old, he had a grin up his face, on his face. Yeah. We had one. He's walked backward up the ceiling, he's then flipped over and landed on his feet while holding his grandmother's hand. Now. That would say to me, she's guiding them up. Well. She's got some strength in her arms, though. They both have. But this is my theory on it, right? I don't think she's guiding them up and I don't think the kid's guiding himself up. Maybe he is possessed. But my God, if I'm not grandmother... I'm letting go of that little shit and running. You, well, if you were a grandmother, I think it would be a problem. Well, fine. If I was a granddad, I'm off. 
I ain't sticking around. I'm I'm sorry, that, that child's no, grinning at me, walking up that, that wall and flipping around from the ceiling to the ground, that's way out my league. That's like holy water, crosses, you name it, the lot's coming out and getting chucked. I'd say coffin. Well, I don't know, like I wouldn't be going that far, you know. Put freezing holes in. Maybe. But it was the whole family. This demon didn't come in and see one and go like, you're the special one. You're mine. I'm setting you. It looked at them all. It could be more than one demon, though. What an orgy that demon was having. Going into that house and just jumping in everyone. Like, him and his pals. I mean, like, him and his pals just coming in like, right, yeah, blah, blah. You're mine. You're mine. You're mine. I mean, this 12-year-old obviously didn't seem possessed. She seemed like she was being attacked more than anything. Yeah. I mean, being held down. I mean, you could put it down. I mean, that says that there was three children. Yeah. But yeah, it only talks about two. two. Now, I do have this article. It's the actual full article. I'm not going to take the time to read through the whole thing for you. But um, it does state that, you know, the 12-year-old actually levitated. So it says, yeah, it was about 2 a.m. Normally, Campbell, Ammons, and the children would have been asleep. But they were mourning the death of a loved one with a group of friends, Ammons, who was in Campbell's bedroom, startled everyone by screaming, Mama, Mama. Campbell said she ran into the bedroom where a 12-year-old granddaughter and a friend were staying. Ammons and Campbell said the 12-year-old was levitating above the bed, unconscious. According to their account of events, Ammons and several others surrounding the girl started praying. Um, and Campbell says she remembers being terrified. Now, the only thing I asked there is, how did you start shouting mama mama if she was unconscious? Yeah, unless it was the, the friend, because it, it said there it was a friend in the room. Ammons, who was in Campbell's, all oh, right, so Ammons, Campbell, Ammons, and her children. Say, I don't know, obviously we don't know the names of which one, which one, and which, this one. So, I was thinking, yeah, like you say, you can only assume it's... Unless she's doing it through her sleep, and it's actually the demon calling, as if to say, I've got my trophy. Yeah, mama mama. And then, obviously, the girl and then she's unconscious. They're doing a bit of praying. Um, I'm sorry, but I wouldn't be praying. The, I think something's coming out a few chandies. So, we had the exorcism, death by exorcism, the last time where the family got off. Yeah. They were very religious. They were praying and beat the shit out of this kid to to get the demon out. I mean, fortunately, this one hasn't. Well, she couldn't. She was possessed herself. So, unless she wanted to beat herself, Which she demon put up do. with it. So... Pardon me. So she, in, in this one, these are very religious. Very religious. And they're doing the praying. Um, and then you have the, the crazy-ass teacher. Who's found religion. Who's just found religion. Going through a divorce and decides to crack up and burn kids and cut them and release demons. I mean, maybe it's the, the demons are more for people who actually pray to God. And... Well, it would make sense that if you're religious, a demon would attack Basically you. Basically, the finger to God. But wouldn't it make more sense for a demon to attack someone who wasn't religious because someone who's religious is going to straight away ask God for protection? I mean, my the thing with this, what I'm trying to get at basically, is that it seems these people who are fanatically religious, not religious people in general, but fanatically religious, like Always crazy, seem to be the like, ones who get pulled. They're the ones that get possessed. They're the ones who are doing these exorcisms. Bearing in mind, an exorcism can be performed by anyone other than a priest. You know what? 
I'm going to get hellfire into the, going back to church. Mm-hmm. I'm going to become this religious person again and just go on a ghost hunt and hopefully something attacks us. Well, I'm a religious person. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a uh, like eccentric. You know, I believe in Jesus. I believe in God. I believe in all things holy. But I can't say when I've been on a paranormal investigation, there's ever been like a like a singled out targeted because I'm a religious person. I can't say I've ever felt anything other than what everyone else is feeling in the room, or I've sensed anything worse than what everyone else says. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of this stuff. It's a lot of, I would like to say mental health, but this is a serious level of mental health if it's mental health, because you're talking about the mom, the grandmother, the kids, everyone in the house basically is like seriously messed up. priests in as well who have confirmed it. And... Yeah, they've had a lot of people in who's confirmed it. Now, as you know, I'm a big believer in, in like uh, possession, possession, but I don't dismiss it. But this, to me, kind of runs along the lines of, well, what do you believe? I would like to believe that there is no such thing as demons. Well, I would like to believe that, but if you go by what this but is what saying... this is saying, it's telling you the complete opposite, that they're they, out there. They're out there. And they'll take people. whoever they want. I mean, it's the fact that when they went in front of police and they went in front of psychologists and family members and Catholic priests and reporters, the stories have never, ever, ever changed. So whatever they've witnessed, if it was faked... Stories would have changed. They would have, way through. they would have had to have literally sat down there for years, going through for eight hundred pages, literally for years, going through and remembering everything. Yeah, I mean, I if if it was made up, you would lose details with it straight away. Yeah, I think this story has convinced us a little bit. Maybe possessions or extreme hauntings like this can happen. Yeah, I mean, I would like to have seen the video. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, yeah, I would like to see the video, like you. Uh, I wouldn't say maybe it was a possession or an exorcism. I mean, going an exorcism is I mean, a bit too far. But I would say extreme haunting, where it's picking them up and chucking them around. Yeah, I mean, I would say that. Um, I mean, if you go to, um, what's the one that happened in Britain? Um, we have talked about it on this podcast, actually. Uh, Enfield? Yes. The Enfield haunting. Now, that was believed to have been fake. I'm not so much... Of a, it was fake. I'm on the fence. Yeah. I don't know if it was or wasn't. Um, but that's the type of haunting that I'm kind of getting from this by reading this story. I mean, it, it hasn't hurt them. <clears throat> no. And that's what you'd expect if it was a demon for someone to be. I don't disturbed. know. I mean, if it's holding you down and choking you, it's kind of hurting you. The thing is, a spirit can do that. Well, I can. You know, you never see your family again. I mean, that's threats, and you're not going to live in our twenty minutes. I'm sorry if you're choking. You're probably lucky if you live ten. And. Whatever said that, it might be your own brain saying it. Mm. Well, on that, what you could ask is, was she asleep prior? Had she been dreaming? Yeah. If she was asleep and just woke up, you know, she's obviously, she could have easily have had that, um, uh, what's it called? I know what, what you're on about. I can't think of what it's called. Yeah. It's, you wake up, you can't move. Your brain's awake. Uh, you, you're oh. awake and a part of your brain's awake, but the rest of it's asleep, so you can't move. That's the type of situation I'm imagining here if she was asleep. If she was awake, Wait, so did different. you know everybody actually has that as they're waking up? Mm. But because you're, you're technically still asleep, your brain hasn't woken up enough to let you know that you're not moving. No, oh, right. It's a, uh, yeah, we have heard that it's the same type of situation that if you are in a 
operation when you woke up out of operation you wouldn't be able to move because that's the same type of effect that has on yeah the body is, is what this this condition does um that's what i would probably be looking at and saying well is it not this but that's if the kid was asleep yeah if you're awake and you're chucked down on the bed and you're being choked big difference <laughs> i mean i i would like to go along the line same as you saying that it's been a spirit more than anything well it could have been demon it could have been spirit it could have been anything really but poltergeist even you know you got a house full of kids there it's she's he's uh you know you got a lot of mixed emotions going i could have conjured it i apologize at any point but you know um i wouldn't have said it was like exorcism based I, I, I like that story i do like that story it's got us questioning it's got me really thinking that's why i'm pausing a bit but mainly because i want to pick it apart but i can't i do i do say that grandmother needs a medal like because uh i would have been on i wouldn't hey, even stand even with if that it was child. my kids my kids done that to me i'd be away yeah i wouldn't have been be like right to that child. You can keep See you later, saying or or of all, you know, I would have been coming back with the Holy Bible, chucking it and going, God bless you, you know, <laughs> big gone demon. Um, I wouldn't be standing there looking at this kid standing on his own two feet and just coming off the ceiling. No, no chance, no chance in hell, unless you're a good at a bath and you're able to hold that kid up and that kid can hold them, hold you, hold on to you. Ain't no happening. Um, so props to the, the grandmother, but other than that. We'll come to the end of it's probably this spooky, spooky yeah. uh, opening. If you've enjoyed today's episode and you would love to leave a comment and let me know how we're done, if what we could do better, or, you know, just give you six panels in on the episode, you can always jump over to our Facebook page, which is L.C. Paranormal. And if you want to, you can jump over to our webpage, which is spook-squad.com. There you'll find all our podcast episodes. You'll be able to rate us. You'll be able to drop us a comment on there as well. Let us know what you want, as well as all older content. And you'll find our blog on there as well, which is going to be getting updated very soon. In fact, oh, January. Soon. I'd like to say thank you for listening. Take care. Stay safe. And don't let the spooks scare you too much. Goodbye. Bye.